Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello and welcome to this NHS Employers podcast. I am Sophia Samo working the Communications Department at NHS Employers. Today I'm joined by Peter Homer and Giles Matsall from Nottingham University Hospital's NHS Trust. They will be telling us about their personal, fair and diverse PFD journey. Peter, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Uh, I'm Peter Homer, Chief Executive of Nottingham University Hospitals. I've been very pleased um, to fulfil the role of um, PFD Ambassador for the past 18 months. And Giles, can you tell us a bit more about yourself as well? I'm Giles Matzel. I'm the Head of Equality and Diversity here at the hospitals. And I, my role is to provide uh, support for clinical services and also uh, to HR as well, covering all areas of equality, diversity and inclusion. Brilliant. And can I just ask how you've embedded the principles and philosophy of the Personal Fair and Diverse campaign into your organisation? Well, to begin with, um, we are absolutely clear that we wish to be a values-led organisation. And we developed our values, um, which um, are described as, um, um, we are here for you, having spoken to thousands of staff and many hundreds of patients and their loved ones. Uh, And at the heart of that is making sure that uh, everyone, whether they're a patient, a loved one, or a member of staff, um, uh, are respected are valued and uh, any particular characteristics um, are uh, are embraced um, uh, with respect uh, and appreciation. And um, we have over the past um, period, and Giles has been a tremendous um, um, leader in this, uh, found increasing ways in which we can welcome those um, from different backgrounds with different characteristics to feel, um, I hope, ever more welcome in um, um, in today's um, NHS and to make the important contribution that they can to patient care. And as an ambassador, uh, what have you done to uh, also embed the principles of the PFD campaign? Um, I, I would sort of characterise my role in two parts. Um, so the, the first is personal, in seeking always to behave and conduct myself in a manner that demonstrates um, um, PFD and also to do my very best from a personal point of view to support the uh, the many um, uh, activities, processes um, and conversations we have going on within um, Nottingham University Hospitals um, that promotes PFD. It's included me joining a number of um, different groups um, uh, which are, are inspiring, where individuals tell their personal stories, uh, often describing some difficulty, but how they've been helped, supported and how they've overcome those. And I've been very pleased to share my own sort of personal story involving my dad, uh, who was an immigrant, um, who um, experienced some significant um, uh, discrimination um, during his uh, during his lifetime in this uh, this country, and that's one of the reasons why I feel so passionately about um, PFD. Thank you. And Giles, as head of equality, have you embedded the PFD campaign into the organisation? Uh, well, on, on a personal level, it's about being a champion for equality. I think um, the term equality and diversity is sometimes misunderstood, and people often feel that, that they don't play a, they can't play a part in it, but they feel it's for other people. And I suppose um, as part of our values and behaviours program, we've embedded that and, and golden threaded it throughout the whole organisation. 
So the personal fair and diverse uh, campaign actually, I suppose, inspires people to be champions and play an individual part in promoting those values. So um, it is all about, for us, um, cultural competences, understanding different people, their needs and requirements, and delivering that to them uh, fairly across the whole organisation. Are there any examples of how you put PFD into real real practice? Yes, well every year we, we've, I mean, we have a whole range of activity that's obviously on, ongoing and uh, I can give you several examples of that, but uh, in, the, in the past few years we've, we've, we've run an equality conference each year and at the end of that we've asked people specifically just to demonstrate what being personal, fair and diverse means to them. And, uh, uh, and it's been an opportunity to get a whole range of, uh, uh, of different um, experiences and, and so on that, that people can, uh, are embedding in their workplace. So, uh, for example, in our diabetic retinopathy service, we've had people that are delivering a very personal, fair and diverse service um, to people from the South Asian community, um, where the uptake of screening is actually quite low. So having an understanding of the health inequalities and an understanding of, of that community's needs, uh, the clinicians there have been very forward thinking. So they've gone out to uh, the, the MELA, the local MELA, the Asian festival, and done blood screening and, uh, and provided an opportunity really for people to have discussions um, around what's involved and, and why the uptake is, is so low. So it's about reassurance uh, for people. And that's just, I suppose, one example so when you think about the whole range of nine protected characteristics and we start breaking those down and linking them to, to health inequalities, um, you know, some we know, some, some we don't know. Um, and and it, I suppose it comes back to data collection for us and providing the opportunity for people to tell us about themselves in a way which is quite reassuring. So as an example, um, your listeners won't be able to see this, but we're wearing lanyards, which is um, with special equality and diversity lanyards, which uh, include the PFD campaign uh, logo. And, um, and on there also is Stonewall Diversity Champions and the rainbow flag. And we've had really good feedback actually that, that people often recognize certain symbols. So for example, um, a clinician reported to us that um, they were feeling very nervous about coming into, uh, in, for, in for a discussion about some test results. And they saw the uh, they saw the, the consultant had the lanyard on uh, with the rainbow flag, which is obviously a very welcoming sign to somebody who is lesbian, gay, bisexual, and uh, enabled them to have a, a discussion about their their healthy their their lifestyle and, and also to uh, have an understanding about how they could perhaps live a healthier lifestyle uh, in relation to some of the inequalities that, that they may be aware of. So, you know, it's it's just that opening point really is the opportunity for those discussions and, and from that that individual left the organisation feeling valued and supported uh, knowing that the clinician was interested in them and of course it's it's all about respect and dignity at the end of the day um, and it's to encourage that two-way conversation flow really between between the clinicians and the patients. And, and going forward how do you see the PFD campaign being driven within the, the trust? Um, well, uh, we, we have a, a number of opportunities uh, to deliver against this and, and some of the, uh, the actions that uh, we're, we're 
we're working with the staff on uh, include specific ad hoc and quality and engagement events. So we try to provide cultural competency training. So we've done activities around the Romani community and emerging populations. Again, just to get a better understanding of cultural sensitivities, uh, where there may be barriers or we have um, perhaps high percentages of uh, do not attend rates at clinics and trying to understand why that is the case. Moving beyond that, we're also doing work to address uh, unintentional bias and understand bias and how that can affect people's work potentially. Um, and just to give people an awareness of, of, of how uh, freeing the mind from, from prejudice and potential uh, bias will help deliver a, a fairer service. So uh, those activities really are, are under the umbrella of PFD. And uh, it's really just to empower people to believe that they are a champion. So you know, the qualities of, of being a champion are similar, I suppose, uh, to being a leader is um, not being afraid to speak up and, and challenge things where you think they not, may not be right, but just to have, uh, give reassurance to people, I think, that um, they can challenge. And if they find that there's things that are being said, perhaps in the workplace that you know, may be sometimes dismissed as banter, that, but are actually could be potentially offensive to people, then empowering them to challenge, I think, is one of the things that we're, we're working on. And, and Peter, as your role as the PFD ambassador, how do you see the future of, of that being um, in your trust and moving forward? I think the future is very bright. Uh, it's building on the really good work that Giles both leads and has described with with, with as many um, of our colleagues as possible being involved in embracing the uh, the principles and the practice. And, and, and it's building on uh, programs um, such as uh, Project Search that we have within the, the Trust, um, uh, along with the Prince's um, Trust, uh, where we're very pleased to welcome young people, uh, sometimes with learning difficulties, into the organisation to find with work experience. And we've been delighted to employ a number of, um, of our, our new members of the, the team um, who've come to us through that route. And they are fantastic team members. And they're an inspiration to meet um, they're very, very um, valued by their, their work colleagues and, of course, others, um, patients and others that they come into contact um, with. And building on the program, again, that Giles has, has helped to lead, Liberating Talents, um, which is a program for staff in bands one through to, uh, to six, uh, who sense that, that, that they may have experienced some blockages in terms of advancement because of their protected characteristics. And it's so it's a, again an inspiring um, privilege to join um, those groups, uh, often to listen to some quite quite troubling personal stories and how those been have been overcome. Uh, and um, to answer your your question again, so I would see us further consolidating the good work that's there and always looking at ways in which we can improve that. And there's been some great work that one of our consultants has. Uh, has helped to lead um, with support from Stonewall in terms of um, gay and lesbian patients who experience cancer and, and the insights that those patients and, and staff have provided are absolutely invaluable in us being ever more respectful of the particular requirements of, uh, of patients. And, and this is a question to both of you. Um, are there any kind of lessons learned or tips that you could share with our listeners on, on PFD campaign and, and in general E&D within the Trust as well? I, I think it's um, it's about being creative. 
actually, and, and giving it, um, giving people the opportunity to have the discussions about what being personal, fair and diverse means to them. And uh, certainly when we run our equality conferences, just asking the question actually elicits uh, a, a, a lot of diverse responses. But one of the things that we have done actually as part of, as part of the, the um, cancer awareness campaign with the LGBT community uh, was we, we asked clinicians to think about just one thing, just one thing that perhaps they could do back in the workplace uh, that they don't currently do to make a difference. And then we asked them to, to sign a postcard, which we then sent back to them a month later to ask if they've uh, implemented those actions. And, and that's actually been a very good response because it's, for one, it's always nice to receive mail. Secondly, it, it, it's actually, uh, I suppose, targeted people's thoughts uh, onto specifically what they can do for equality and diversity. And it's reminded them that they are a champion and that that being a champion comes with some responsibility. And although uh, we're not asking everybody to um, run uh, campaigns, I mean, that would be fantastic if they, if they wanted to, um, they can all play a small part. And those very small parts, all part cogs of, of the big machine, really, um, and Peter, absolutely agree with Giles's um, description. I, I think it's it, it's combining the intimate personal experience of staff and patients and, and their lived experience and sometimes difficulties, respectful listening to those, giving them very careful attention and working out well what as an organisation can we do to better support staff in in a, in a way that over time makes a really significant difference. I think our experience taught us that this is a journey, not a destination, and that there's always a better way that we can do things. And, and by respectful listening to uh, um, to those we serve, our staff, and, and indeed patients, and we can uh, we can make progress more quickly and more confidently. And do you have any tips for the ambassadors? Make sure you've got the right people taking leadership um, roles, uh, and do invest personal time and energy and experience in both listening and sharing um, uh, with um, um, with staff and with patients. Uh, there, there is absolutely no substitute to sitting down and listening to lived experiences of, of staff and patients. And once one's done that, um, I'm sure that everyone um, then gets even more fired up to do an even better job to serve their requirements. Brilliant. Thank you very much for sharing your journey with us. It's been very insightful. And if you'd like to find out more about the Personal Fair and Diverse campaign, visit nhsemployers.org forward slash PFD. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.